Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bongino rule is in effect. What do I always say? Anytime, anytime you see a new anti-Trump bombshell, dreaded air quotes, because it's usually not a bombshell. Um, it's an inert, unlive round. Wait 24 to 72 hours, and the story will typically be discredited. Bolton's story comes out last night. Everybody, Bolton, Bolton, John Bolton's got new information about the quid pro quo that never happened. Oh, media going crazy. Everybody, stand easy. Stand easy. Don't worry. I'm going to break it all down for you today. Don't worry. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe Armacost, how was your uh, weekend? Everything all right? Yeah, I had a wonderful weekend and just... um Getting ready for today's show, you know, just hanging out this morning, getting ready Did for today's show. All yeah. Stacked. It is a Loaded. stack. Joe show. gets to cheat because I send him all the stuff before That's the show. Right. So he knows That's what's coming. Right. Got Bolton. Yep. Got the, possibly the worst explanation of what an assault rifle is in human history <laughs> on video. Got yeah. a great video of Thomas Sowell, the dreadful Democrats plan. Loaded show. Stay with us. All right. Let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at DraftKings. It all comes down to this. Super Bowl 54, I will be down there with Fox and Friends um, this weekend doing some appearances. Uh, who's going to be hoisting the trophy and spraying champagne when it's all said and done? Mm. Listen, you Chiefs, Niners, what do you got? What do you got? The season will end on a winning note. Yours can too. This is your last chance to play fantasy football till next season with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Draft your single game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from Super Bowl 54. Stay under the salary cap. See how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings using code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, will receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the sweat of the game like having a free shot at a million-dollar payday. Get in on the Super Bowl 54 action. Download the DraftKings app now and enter code Bongino during sign-up for a limited time. All new users will get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code Bongino and get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Go check it out. All right, Joe, let's go. Oh, here we go. Ding, ding. As I said, the Bongino rule is in effect. What happened this weekend? Why do you uh, why do you need to know about it and what's really going on? Well, the New York Times, uh, Maggie Haberman, noted Russian collusion hoaxer, uh, deep state swamp rat advocate uh, who anytime you got a really uh, dopey anti-Trump story, they know they could feed it to Maggie Haberman will promptly publish it at the New York Times. They launched this story this weekend at the Times. Everybody take a deep breath. Oh, here we go. Maggie Haberman, New York Times, Trump tied Ukraine aid to inquiries he sought. Bolton Book says. Okay. Okay. Wow, isn't that convenient timing? And listen, I'm sorry. I I, I used to, I, I know the guy. I've met him a few times. I'm done with John Bolton. I'm done with this guy. Listen to me and listen good. Because I know our show, I know this is going to get back to you. JB. Cut the, everybody is tired of you. Your name is now garbage. Your name is a flaming pile of horse manure on front lawns. Nobody likes you anymore. The left doesn't like you. The right doesn't like you. The middle doesn't like you. We defended you. 
Yeah. We defended you for a while, even though I don't agree with your, this guy wants to start a war everywhere all over the world. Even though I don't agree, I thought for a while you may have been a man of integrity. I've thrown that out the window. You are now a flaming pile of horse manure. It is unbelievable how much you have done to sabotage this president at this point. He took a chance on you, hired you as the national security advisor, despite the protestations of many. You promptly walked in there. You have submarined this guy from day one advocated for wars all over the place. When that didn't work out for you, you now are writing a book and the book is, and by the way, I got someone say, Dan, you wrote a book. No, no, no. I never, ever, despite massive amounts of money being thrown at me, shared inside baseball secrets about the Obama administration ever. So don't give me that line right, of garbage. Right. This guy's now shilling a book and all of a sudden we get a leak on the eve of the president's defense on Monday morning in the sham impeachment trial that Bolton has info on a quid pro quo that never happened. You're a fraud, John. You're a fraud. I'm tired of you, Captain Mustache. Enough. You're done. <laughs> you are totally done. Joe's run into, everybody's ready. The guy, he lives in Maryland, yeah. I think. We've all yeah. run into him in Maryland. Yes. I'm sick of this guy. As I, I gave him a chance, I said to him on this show, what, Joe, three weeks ago, if you got something yeah. to say, Daddy-O, yeah. say it. Yeah. Spit it out. Now, Joe, why yeah. do you? Why wasn't he saying it if he had something to say? No, I don't because know. Because conveniently, his book comes out today yeah, on even the impeachment, and he kept the leak. I'm sick of this guy. I am sick, sick of this guy, Captain Mustache. And all the suckers falling for this. So again, the story is, uh, and I'll get to it in a little while. The story debunks itself. I'll get to the story, right. the portion of the New York Times story, of course, buried at the in the middle of the that actually debunks the whole story. Is that he was told Bolton by the president that you know, listen, I need these investigations against Hunter Biden. There's going to be no military aid. All right. All right. Well, they conveniently left out the date. They cryptically dance around because the date matters. Yeah. I'll get to that in a second. Let's give a little background first. Number one, you got suckers like Mitt Romney, another disgrace to the Republican Party. I want to hear from Bolton. You want to hear from Bolton? The Democrats didn't want to hear from Bolton. Oh, you don't believe me? <laughs> Let's play Adam Schiff's own words. Showing you what frauds Mittens, Adam Schiff, because they're the same. Mittens and Adam Schiff. Mitt should just leave. He's run as a Democrat, Mitt. You're, you're a joke. You guys got no credibility anyway. So Mitten's take is, hey, we all need to see, we all need to hear from John Bolton. Adam Schiff's like, we wanted to hear from Bolton from the start. Bolton, we can't, we can't go to Kate. We need Bolton. If we don't have Bolton, we don't have anything. And conveniently, Bolton's book comes out and there's a leak today. Bolton's got information. Yeah, but $21.99 first on Amazon. Here's Adam Schiff in his own words, claiming they absolutely needed Bolton. They needed Bolton. Now, you may be scratching your head going, let me get this straight. The impeachment process that the House of Representatives runs. Remember the Constitution? The House has the sole power to impeach. That's right. Joe, isn't that part over? Oh, yeah. yeah yes, they impeached yeah, him. It's done. So now you're like, what? Adam Schiff is now the House manager in the Senate trial. The senators who have the sole power to try the impeachment. And Adam Schiff's over there as a House manager telling the Senate how he so desperately needed Bolton. Listen to this lying, manipulative snake's own words. He's such a liar. Check this out. Mr. Philbin says that the House is not ready to present its case. 
Of course, that's not something you heard from any of the managers. We are ready. The House calls John Bolton. The House calls John Bolton. The House calls Mick Mulvaney. Let's get this trial started, shall we? We are ready to present our case. We are ready to call our witnesses. The question is, will you let us? Okay. Okay. So uh, those are his words, folks. Right. Not manipulated, not altered, not deceptively edited. There is Adam Schiff. He, they've already impeached the president. He is a congressman. He is not a senator. He is only on the Senate trial as a House manager. He has no vote in the trial. He is a congressman, not a senator. I'm sorry I have to do this, but some liberals listen and they know nothing about government. Now you're cool. He is now making the case to the Senate after he impeached the president that he couldn't get John Bolton as a witness and the case is incomplete. So let me get this straight. You impeached the president without having the information you just acknowledged in your own words you need. Is there any other way to read that? He voted and led the impeachment hoax against the president of the United States and is now acknowledging afterwards, after they impeached him, that he doesn't have the information. And he's also claiming, you heard it yourself, that they tried to get Bolton and they needed him. Did they really? Because, ladies and gentlemen, facts still matter, at least to you, my audience. Not I know liberals really don't care. Again, they've been vaccinated against facts at an early age. Um, here's an article from The Hill back in November which talks about exactly what the House did to get Bolton. Remember, they needed Bolton. Yeah. Rachel Frazen, what is this, November 8th. Bolton attorney dismayed over lack of a subpoena. How, how is that? <laughs> Bolton didn't get a subpoena. Joe. Yeah, yeah, you need a subpoena, come dude. On. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the subpoena? So let me just be clear on this. <laughs> Joe saw it, Paula saw it, yeah. I saw it, you saw it. You yeah. just saw Adam Schiff in the Senate side. He's already impeached the president, claiming they needed Bolton as a witness and the case isn't complete without him. Yet Bolton never got a subpoena from the House side to testify? How is that? <laughs> from the Hill piece. <laughs> Showing you again the Hill, by the way. This is not some right-leaning outlet. Left-leaning, I'd say, is, is a better, far better description. House Democrats had scheduled Bolton to appear on Thursday, but said they wouldn't issue him a subpoena after he declined to appear. Quote, Mr. Bolton would take us to court if we subpoenaed him, a House Intel Committee official said in a statement. We would welcome Bolton's deposition, and he did not appear as he was requested today, the official said. We regret Mr. We regret Mr. Bolton's decision not to appear voluntarily, voluntarily. But listen, folks, here it goes. But we have no interest in allowing the administration to play rope-a-dope with us in the courts for months. So you didn't want Bolton. You didn't want Bolton. You wanted Bolton. But the minute executive privilege was going to be, which you know, it's going to be claimed by any president. Sure. Whether it was Obama, Trump, it doesn't matter. Sure. The minute you realize you had a court fight on your hands, you didn't want Bolton. But you impeached the president anyway. So again, just to be clear, because facts matter, I know not to liberals, but to you they do. The Democrats, Joe, if they needed Bolton, had the option to subpoena him and then duke it out in court and see if they could get him or not. That's right. You may say, well, damn, why didn't they do that? Because the Democrats were in a rush because this is a political impeachment. There's no allegation of a crime because there's no victim. There's nothing. They were in a rush to impeach the president. They didn't want to wait. And now they're coming back on the Senate side saying, hey, our case was totally incomplete. We need Bolton. You idiots decided not to subpoena Bolton, not us. Suckers. And suckers. Suckers like this fake fraud mittens. Mittens Romney. This total phony 
bootlicking, butt-kissing fraud. Couldn't grease up Trump enough. Remember at the dinner in Manhattan? Hey, Mr. Trump, can I be Secretary of State? <laughs> you bootlicking, phony fraud. You fake. I'm embarrassed I voted for you. Sir, I'm not kidding. I got a sign. Romney Ryan on my lawn. Please, if you have a picture of my old house in Maryland with that sign up, burn it. Burn it. Braveheart style. Burn it. What a phony. We need to hear from Bolton. Apparently, the Democrats don't. No, we didn't want to wait. We just want to move ahead without Bolton. Now, Mittens wants to hear from Bolton. Now, you may say, Dan, well, what if Bolton's got something to say? To say about what? Remember the charge here, folks. I had two brawls on Fox and Friends this week. I don't say brawls, but listen, it's all in... they were my friends. I don't mean it in a negative way, but with Griff, and then I had a kind of a back and forth this morning with uh, Brian. What is Bolton going to say, Joe? There's no crime. Yeah. The Democrats are alleging a bank robbery, essentially, mm-hmm. and they can't find any employee or any bank anywhere to say a bank's been robbed. They're alleging there was a pressure campaign against the Ukrainians. You give us information on Biden. Or we won't give you this military aid. Ladies and gentlemen, no Ukrainians have come forward to say this happened. What is Bolton going to say? Well, the Times article alleges that, well, Bolton was told that the president wanted information on election interference in 2016, that the Ukrainians may have been involved in. Good. What's the problem? So the president wanted information about foreign interference in the 2016 election? And never pressured the Ukrainians? You may say, no, well, Bolton's saying the two were tied. In other words, investigations for military aid. Well, folks, if that was, if the president just said that or was thinking that, thought crimes are not a crime. Mm. He would eventually, Joe, am I crazy, have to actually pressure the Ukrainians for your case to be true. No, no, he thought about doing it. He thought about doing it. It was a thought crime. It's the minority report with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise down in the cable. Remember they come down in the cable from the ship? Yeah. Uh, from the ship, they break in. And the, and the, the precogs, they get you before the crime happened. Nothing happened. You can argue all day whether the president looking into 2016 election interference by Ukrainians. I love that he's doing this. Thank God he's the chief law enforcement officer, uh, excuse me, a, a chief executive of the country. The attorney general's under him. I wish we would do more. The Democrats' collusion and corruption is real. But that he thought about this and mentioned it to Bolton, if Bolton, what he said is even true, which I don't believe him, none of this is a crime. None of this is even illicit or unethical. Now, before I even get to the New York Times anti-bombshell, where they totally, totally faceplant, Of course, if you read the piece, you probably picked up on it already. But I want to show you how they're already walking some of this back. Jonathan Swan at Axios uh, says in a tweet that an advisor to Bolton told me the ambassador's manuscript was transmitted to the White House for pre-publication and reviewed by the National Security Council. The ambassador has not passed the draft manuscript to anyone else, period. Joe. Yeah, Dad. The National Security Council, it was passed to the National Security yeah. Council, the 
the weekend before President Trump's defense and the impeachment hoax is going to start? Who else was on the National Security Council? Oh, that's right. All of the leakers, the fake whistleblower, and the two National Security Council staffers that left went to go work for Adam Schiff. You think Bolton, Joe? I'm just going to throw something out there. You think Bolton with a wink and a nod? Big time nod. Hey, National Security Council, here's the manuscript of my book. And there may be information that if you leak to the New York Times, I'll sell a whole lot of copies on Amazon. Yeah. You think you that think? may have happened, Joe? <laughs> you think? And Breitbart, Breit, this is Breitbart's story. <laughs> yeah. Breitbart's story this morning, by the way, right before I got on the air, is that one of the professionals in the National Security Council that reviews manuscripts for publication for national security information, one of them, according to Breitbart, is a Vinman. Remember Vinman? Yeah. The uh, the uh, the guy who showed up in a military uniform? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. To say that he knew about a quid pro quo, but, yeah. but didn't know about a quid pro quo. That guy? One of them who reviews the manuscripts is apparently Vinman's brother. Oh! <laughs> oh! Breitbart story. Their sources. Wouldn't that be crazy? Hey, National Security Council, check out this book. Launches tomorrow, Amazon.com. Captain Mustache. I'm so, so done with this guy. Speak up, you coward. Freaking chump. Say something. Please. You got something to say? Say it. You and Mittens. Start a pack. Mittens and Captain Mustache.com. Whatever. Do you just if you got something to say, say it. This stupid dance with this chump. We only gave the manuscript to the National Security Council. Joe, nothing leaks out of there. Nothing. Now it's secure. Nothing leaks out of the National (laughs) Security Council, except everything the National Security Council's done to sabotage President Trump. Phone calls with foreign leaders, people leaving to go work with Adam Schiff. Nothing leaks out of the National Security Council, except everything. Really, I had a bit of a rough weekend. I love my appearances, on the, and I love working there, and I love a spicy back and forth. But I am so tired of this whole hoax. There is no crime here. I want to wrap this segment up here with a couple of things. Because I thought the facts mattered. Apparently, they don't. But nothing Bolton will say. This was my whole argument this weekend with Griff and this morning in the back and forth with Brian on Fox. This, no, regardless of what Bolton says or doesn't say, these four immutable facts right now are unchanged no matter what Bolton says in his book. Amazon.com, $21.99. <laughs> Number one, the aid to the Ukrainians, regardless if you think we should be aiding the Ukrainians or not, this is not a foreign policy discussion. We'll save that for another day. The aid to the Ukrainians in question was delivered ahead of the deadline. Congress had allocated the money for spending by September 30th. The aid was delivered by September 12th. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a fact. If you want to charge the president for a thought crime because he thought about delaying the aid, you're insane. But that's your mental deficiency. Seek help from a mental health professional. 
the actions were not criminal, unethical, and aid is delayed all the time. Now, I'm going to get to a video in a second. It's a short one, but I want to cover the other facts first. But just keep this in mind. There are four unmovable facts. The aid was delivered in advance. Schiff's like, he only delivered the aid because he got caught. It doesn't matter. Got caught doing what? Scrutinizing aid to a foreign country that was involved in election interference in a 2016 election? That's your charge? That's the best you've got. (laughs) Ain't too good. No, 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 it's not. No, I'm going to play a short video in a second of of Val Demings, one of the other, she she was horrible. One of the other House managers on the Senate side, the Democrat, who seems confused that what aid was delivered and what aid wasn't. Even George uh, Snuffleupagus at ABC calls her out on it. We'll get to that in a second. Number one, aid was delivered. Number two. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot say this enough. I have repeated this on Fox and on my show endless times. There is no crime and there is no victim. Do you understand that? Regardless of your feelings about the the Nixon um, impeachment and his subsequent resignation from office, there was an actual crime. Burglary is illegal. Whatever you think about what happened, what he knew, didn't know, do your thing. There was an actual crime. There is no crime here. The aid was delivered, and they still can't find a victim of this crime that didn't happen. The aid was not delayed past the deadline, and the Ukrainians have come forward publicly, repeatedly, and vocally saying, We were not subjected to any pressure campaign. I didn't even get to the New York. I'm going to, I promise. But I want to set all this up first. So you understand this New York Times story, apply the Bongino rule, is another hoax. They debunked their own story. AIDS delivered, no victim, no crime. Number three, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat corruption is real in Ukraine. Thank a, a, I don't, big fat thank you to the president of the United States for looking into this. Folks, I usually have Paula put it up on the screen, but I'm just keeping this handy from now on. Politico. This is the one I underlined with Griff this weekend on Fox and Friends. I had to underline it twice. Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump, which I underlined twice, backfire. This is not Bongino.com. This is a left-leaning rag, Politico. Ken Vogel writing a story about Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump in a 2016 election. Folks, I thought we cared about foreign collusion in elections. No, no, no. We only care when it's a fake hoax charge about Trump-Russian collusion. I I don't understand. Why is the president not entitled to answers about a foreign government that tried to interfere in our election to sabotage a presidential campaign? That is an immutable fact. AIDS delivered, there's no victim, there's no crime, and the Democrat corruption in Ukraine is absolutely real. Immutable fact. Number four. Nobody cares, folks. Oh, 
Listen, you want a quick little tip? Yeah. I'm going to take a point of personal privilege here. If you ever want to just wreck the libs on Twitter, they hate this. They can just tweet out how nobody cares about this impeachment. They don't. Nobody cares. Washington Examiner piece I have up in the show notes. As always, if you want to get my show notes every day that accompany the show, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Uh, Paul, you're on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> the Washington Examiner piece. <laughs> Leave that in the show. <laughs> There's a poll. The Washington Examiner. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. All right. It might be hyperbolic, of course, to say nobody cares. Some people care. I care. I'm doing a show about it. I'm just telling you <laughs> yeah. their impeachment hoax is going nowhere. Nowhere. Paul Bedard, Washington Secrets. Even D.C. is ignoring impeachment. 63% of people have watched none of the trial. Folks, the overwhelming majority of Americans aren't even watching. Nobody cares. This is the worst reality show in human history. Aid was delivered. No victims, no crime. Dem corruption is real in Ukraine. And four, nobody cares. Tweet that out that nobody cares. They go crazy. They hate it because to them, Joe, yeah. this is everything. Everything. They love it. They are salivating, foaming at the mouth like <laughs> rabid dogs over a story nobody cares about. Nobody cares. And it's driving them wild. All right, finally, to wrap this up, I, I'm sorry, but from the New York Times piece, showing you how they debunked their own scoop. Their scoop is Bolton knows about the pressure campaign against the Ukrainians. Give us the Biden info and we'll give you the military aid. Well, look at this. They're very, very cryptic in how they phrase this. You're not going to hear this anywhere else. Quote, the key to Mr. Bolton's account about Ukraine is an exchange during a meeting in August. What's the date in August? Oh, they leave that out. Oh, during a why? Oh, 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 I'll get to that in a second. During a meeting in August with the president after Mr. Trump returned from vacation at his golf club in Bedminster. Mr. Bolton raised the $391 million in congressionally appropriated assistance to Ukraine for its war in the country's east against Russia. Officials had frozen the aid, and a deadline was looming to begin sending it to Kiev, Mr. Bolton noted, allegedly in his manuscript. Conveniently leaked. Buy it today, Amazon.com. Phony. What a fraud. Wow, that's interesting, Joe. Because you know they left out the date? Yeah, you They're said like, that. oh, yeah, 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 this meeting just happened in August. Well, if you go back and look, that's a right around August 18th where he did that Bedminster trip and he returned. Well, what's interesting about that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Ukrainians didn't learn about even the delay in the aid until weeks after August 18th. How about that? Paula, Joe, <laughs> yes. ombudsman hats yes. on, please. Yes, sir. You notice they left the date out. It was in August. Why? You get what I'm saying here? <laughs> President comes back. Yeah. According to Bolton, who I don't put Captain Mustache, I don't believe this guy anymore anyway, so it doesn't matter. But even if Bolton is right, he's alleging in his manuscript, Amazon.com today, $21.99. He's alleging today yeah. that on August 18th or around that time, the president came back and was concerned about Ukraine and the, and the aid. And it brought up this whole thing about investigations over there. Okay. Uh-huh. 
The Ukrainians didn't even know the aid was delayed until weeks later. How the hell do you engage in a pressure campaign without telling the Ukrainians you're putting pressure on them? Kind of hard to do. Joe, listen, (laughs) for the liberals who are really dumb and don't get this, I'm sorry. I know know this is complicated for liberals and the conservatives are pulling their hair. We get it. I know you get it. But let me just give you a quick analogy. If Joe, you know, we work together here. Sure. If I needed Joe and I wanted to engage in a pressure campaign to do an extra podcast on Saturday, and I say, Joe, I'm going to release that picture of you waking up with bad hair this morning if you don't work this Saturday for nothing. And I tell Paula I'm going to do it. Yeah. But I don't actually tell Joe about the pressure campaign. I forget about it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, there's no quid pro quo because there's no quo. No pressure, baby. It's not a thought crime. Joe, Joe, no Joe never has bad hair. He wakes up and Joe's got like a Elvis head. There it is. There it is. There it is. I cut the hair makes sometime. an appearance. Woo. Unlike Captain Mustache and bad hair, we had to bring good hair back. Look at Joe. There it is. Look at handsome man right there. It's not a pressure campaign. Check this guy out. He even got a haircut. And to expose Joe's bad hair, if I never tell Joe I'm going to expose him and there was no bad hair. No bad hair. Thank you. I don't even believe Bolton. No pressure. But even if Bolton's manuscript is correct <laughs> that he had this conversation with Trump. Trump never passed that pressure onto the Ukrainians. They didn't even know about the delay in the aid. Did you notice the New York Times left the date out for that reason? You think that was a mistake? All right, one more. I promised the video. So again, here, just showing you again how stupid this is. The aid that was delayed... Not even up to the deadline. It was released weeks before the deadline. Wasn't even the military aid. The javelin missiles. Again, if you whether you whether we should be assisting the Ukrainians is another topic. But the military aid, Adam should like they put the Ukrainians in danger. Everybody's gonna die. That's not the aid that was held up. The javelin missiles that were the subject of the transcript, yeah. you know, the Trump transcript yeah. between the president. We need the javelins, the Ukrainian javelin missiles, the Ukrainian president needed them. Those were not held up at all. Oh, no. Wait, wait. That's not what Adam Schiff told. Of course that's not. He's a liar. Adam Schiff's a liar. He's a fraud. Adam Schiff, critical military aid was held up. Even his house manager, Val Demings, is confused by this. This is lefty hack, George Snuffleupagus. Lefty hack. Even challenging Val Demings on this point that the javelins weren't even delayed. And she seems totally confused. Check this out. One of the points the president's team made is that those javelin missiles weren't actually even suspended. That that aid wasn't held up. It was a different tranche of aid. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is unbelievable. Aid was delivered before the deadline. The javelins weren't held up at all. There were no victims. There's no crime. The Democrat corruption is real. Bolton's got a bad mustache. And nobody cares about this whole thing. (laughs) You like that? (laughs) We had fun this week. We had some family downtown. My wife and I had a good weekend. It was great. Again, folks, I appreciate everybody on Twitter. The Bongino rule, in effect... Give it 24 to 72 hours, and these stories will be largely discredited. In this case, the New York Times discredits its own story by suggesting there was a pressure campaign. But then when you find out the date Bolton talks about the conversation, it was a date before the Ukrainians even knew there was supposed to be pressure applied to them. That's some pressure campaign. 
Pressure the Ukrainians, but don't tell them we're pressuring them. <laughs> That's going to work yeah, really well. Right. Put the squeeze to them. Oh, yeah. Do well, should we call them and tell them we're squeezing them? No, no, <laughs> don't tell them. Don't tell them. This paranormal activity, we're expecting them to engage in an extrasensory perception ESP mind link. This is the worst pressure campaign in human history because it didn't happen. What are you going to do? I don't know, Donnie. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> we were laughing about that line. That's perfectly timed. Joe wasn't even here. I had some family down. We were talking about that line from Donnie Brass. What are you going to do? The best line in the movie, Lefty, man. His poor kid's like, his kid's like <laughs> drug addict. He's a mess. And Lefty's explaining <laughs> to Donnie on the couch. His, his life is falling apart. That's Don. What's his line, Joe? What are you going to do? That's Donnie's line. Play it again. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You got to play that do? one again. That's all Donnie says. <laughs> That's, what That's says. What Don, the best Donnie Brasco could come up with. Le- poor Lefty. All right. Uh, I got to get to my second sponsor. I got more. Don't go anywhere. I got a really stack loaded show. Please. Ton more to get to. I know I spent a lot of time on it, but it's important. Because we have to debunk leftist nonsense you're going to be inundated with today. Today's show also brought to you by Paula's new favorite sponsor, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I know she loves She's, You know, Paula's ripped. She looks great. Love, I love my wife. She's always in great shape. But to get fit in 2020, folks, listen, you don't have to join a gym. And you definitely don't have to pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. A lot of it will disappoint you, sadly. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com now to discover their EX1 connected fitness bikes. Look, there she is, Miss Paula, crushing it on the Echelon bike. Sitting there, we have it in our bedroom. We love it. Getting ripped. If you want to watch uh, Paula on the bike, youtube.com slash Bongino, killing it on the Echelon bike. She loves the classes. They are terrific. It's the best high-quality at-home cycling experience. At let Listen to this. At less than half the price of a Peloton. Stop wasting your money, folks. Seriously. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone, busy moms and dads, first responders, and elite athletes. The quality of this, this fine, fine bike is going to blow you away. And with daily live, live and on-demand studio classes, sometimes she does the on-demand classes. Sometimes she does, hey, if you jump in at Echelon, you may be in a class with Paula if you do a live class. She, you'll never have to step foot in a gym. Live classes available and on-demand studio classes right in your own home. You'll love Echelon. But if you aren't 100% satisfied, they'll give you your money back. Just pay the shipping and restocking. You're going to love it. Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Don't pay a ton for a Peloton. You're throwing your money down the drain. Buy an Echelon bike today for under $1,000. Super easy to put together, too. Joe, right? I'm not really good at that stuff. Yeah. You know that. You got that together, didn't you? I put it you? together yeah. with my wife. I'm terrible. Yeah, I know, which is amazing. Joe knows how I'm not very good at that. We tried to drill something once. It didn't go. I almost killed Joe. It was like an Eli Roth movie. Go to echelonfit.com slash Dan to learn about their limited time free Apple iPad and complete details of this uh, deep, complete details of this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash Dan echelonfit.com slash Dan. Go today. You're going to love this bike. It's the best. We love it here. Me too. All right. Back to the show. Oh, I didn't do my- You know, uh, dude, you're getting a lot better at that stuff, though. I got to tell you. You, you are. I mean, you're coming along you. with you know, mechanically. I got to admit. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Joe's a radio professional, well, so he's always giving me- Yeah, you're doing a good job. And stuff. Well, that segment went a little long, but it's the topic du jour. So I had to get that out there. So I appreciate everybody following along at home. Okay. Um, listen, I'd be remiss if I didn't get this. I, it was, 
I mean, I was stunned. To say stunned uh, is probably an understatement. So I was out. I said I had some family down yesterday, and we were over at a local restaurant. We were eating. We were having lunch, and we were all having a good time. And uh, Rich from The Levin Show, Mr. Producer, he texts me, and he's, uh, he sends me a link to a tweet. I opened the tweet. And says Kobe Bryant had died in a helicopter crash. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I I was floored. I mean, like floored. It was one of those moments you have in your life where you're like never going to forget where you were. Mm. Really. Um, you know, you see the story up at the Washington Examiner. We'll have, we'll have all this up in the show notes too. The headlines were everywhere. I mean, of course, it's just the, I mean, sadly, the, the biggest story uh, um, today. You know, just a couple of quick words. I mean, you're going to hear about a lot on the news and, you know, I don't need to, and a lot of you have your own feelings about basketball. I know there was a big thing yesterday. I saw it on Twitter, and I always hate when this happens. I mean, you know, his 13-year-old daughter died. There were other victims, too. But there were people eager, especially this uh, was a lady at the New York Times or the Washington Post. I forget. This report was eager to throw out all, like, the negative stuff about Kobe. Listen, uh, the, the guy was married, and regardless of your feelings about his personal behavior or not, He's got a wife and a family. He just died in a helicopter crash with his 13-year-old daughter. I mean, can you hold a few days before the next? I mean, seriously, before you got to trash the guy? I, I, it's just my opinion. You all do what you want, but it was really inappropriate. I'll just say about Kobe, I, I love basketball. I always have. I haven't followed it as much over the last five or 10 years. I'm just too busy with this stuff. But listen, when the conversation comes up about the GOAT, you know, the greatest of all time. He's in that conversation. He says, no question. Is he? Well, a lot of people say LeBron, Jordan. There's no question Kobe's at least in that conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, the guy scored 81 points in one game in the modern era. 81 points. Listen, Will Chamberlain is great, scored 100. But they were feeding him in that game. And that was a different game back then. Kobe Bryant as a guard scored 81 points in one game. The man's skills were unparalleled at the time. So really sad day. I'm, I'm telling you, I was shocked. I, my brother, who's a sports fanatic, I flipped my phone around and showed him. I said, and he looked and they had like a golf channel on and it hadn't broke into the news. I'm like, this can't be true. He was totally stunned. So rest in peace, Kobe. I hope your family has the strength uh, and pray for them to have the strength to get through this. It's got to be tough. 13 year old daughter too, who I know he was very close with. Okay. Um, moving on. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I teased in the beginning of the show, <laughs> this, this is the single worst explanation from a liberal about what an assault rifle is I have ever seen in my entire life. This is, I had to put this out there. I saw this on Twitter. Uh, we're going to hat tip the YouTube guy in a moment. And I know NRA Isla had done some video with this and put some music to it. But Joe's seen it, so he already knows. It's funny. This is a delegate by the name of Mark Levine. Not Mark Levine, our guy. Mark Levine with an E at the end. He represents Virginia's 45th congressional district. The I believe it's the Arlington area around there. So he's at this thing about the gun confiscation plans going on in Virginia right now with the blackface wearing governor or, or the Ku Klux Klan app. We don't know which one yet. Northam is, he still hasn't indicated which one. So the, the totally broken governor of Virginia who now to make uh to, to make amends with his leftist base is like, is, is going all in on the gun confiscation stuff. And he's generated a huge uproar in Virginia. 
all of these liberals are now forced to defend this because Virginians are getting really upset that they no longer are going to have the right to defend themselves and their families, right? The Second Amendment was thrown out of the money. So someone in the audience, I, I heard somewhere, may have been Katie Pavlich who asked the question. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Someone in the audience asked this knucklehead, Levine, to describe what exactly an assault rifle, which he wants to ban, is. Fair question, right? So you want to yeah. ban something, what is it? We want to ban gavels. Well, what's a gavel? There Wooden object resembles a yeah. hammer, has specific measurements, has a handle this long, made of this type of whatever. Maybe, maybe you should describe why you want to ban gavels and you should know what a gavel actually is. Listen to this knucklehead. Try to explain what an assault rifle, did, bar, bar none, the single worst explanation I've ever heard. Check this out. Question from the audience. Please define assault weapon. Hunting weapons, weapons used for self-defense, weapons used for sports shooting, from weapons that are the, the preferred weapons for mass shooters. But what the bill does is it distinguishes basically the difference between guns that go like this. These are rifles. You use them to shoot an animal, and you can shoot very precisely. Mass shooters don't like things that go like this. So the mass shooters use guns that go like this. All right? Pistol grips, things like that. And guns that go like this are wildly inaccurate. That's why hunters don't like them. That's what these guns do. That's why they're so useful in the military. You want to mow down an approaching army. They're not useful in hunting. Shotguns very powerful. You shoot a shotgun and it shoots some 40 pellets out. And if someone's coming to approach you and they, they face the end of a shotgun, they're in big trouble. In terms of the differences between the guns, the heart of the difference is how you hold the gun. Now, hat tip John, John LaRue, uh, his YouTube, he took that video. What a fool. <laughs> dude, dude, don't embarrass I'm fools sorry. by calling that guy. Fools are embarrassed uh, by this guy. Oh, now, I've seen this joker on Fox News before. He, seriously, this guy's a moron. But that was, even for morons and fools, the single <laughs> dumbest explanation of what an assault rifle is. Did you hear it, folks? I don't even know what he would. Joe, what was his takeaway from that? <laughs> that it was this? <laughs> you, but folks, please check out the YouTube today because I'm doing a little demo. Hold here. It. That, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. There you go. This versus the pistol there grip. It is. This. And it was like, it does that. And if you hold the pistol grip, it because shooters like this, and this yeah. is accurate, but, but pistol <sighs> grip is more accurate. What the hell is this guy even talking about? One, I don't even like pistol grip. Matter of fact, I hate it. I have a, a Keltec with a pistol grip. I love it, but I'm not crazy about the pistol grip. I don't, does this guy even know what he's talking Does he even know what a pistol grip is? Then he's like, and it's a shotgun and a blast and a pellet thing and a shotgun's not good. But when, it, when, they, when they go like this, it's accurate, but they like this in the military. <laughs> what was that? Sad. Folks, I gotta, I'm gotta move on because I spent all day making fun of this guy. These people know nothing. They know nothing. The, you know, I feel obligated if I'm going to do a segment or a bit on taxes, which is coming up next, right? To give you information about what the alternatives plan is. In other words, here's Bernie. Here's his plan. Here's the tax rates. Here's why I think they don't work. Liberals don't do that. This guy's claiming. To understand the opposition's point, I understand Bernie's plan on taxes. I hate it. And I'll give you the deets. 
He's claiming to understand nine, Joe, Paul, and all the conservatives listening. Your take on why you don't think, quote, assault rifles is even a real term. And what does he do? He proves to you that it's not a real term, that he doesn't yeah. know anything about it. <laughs> know it. And at the front, and they lean <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. Final sponsor there. I'm going to get this one. I got, I got a stack show. Don't go anywhere. I got this Bernie video. I got to get out there. Today's show also brought to you by my buddies at Lending Club. Lending Club. Go to lendingclub.com slash Dan. Check your rate in minutes. Minutes. That's right. For decades, credit cards have been telling us buy now, pay later with interest. Despite your best intentions, interest gets out of control fast. No good. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off your credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed rate personal loans. No trips to a bank, no high interest credit cards. Get rid of those. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them about yourself, how much you want to borrow, pick the terms and, uh, that are right for you. And if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash Dan. LendingClub.com slash Dan. Check your rate in just minutes. Borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash Dan. LendingClub.com slash Dan. All loans made by WebBank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. LendingClub.com slash Dan. Go today. Okay. Should we do soul? Yeah, I got to do it. I haven't done a Thomas Soul thing in a long time. I love Thomas Soul. Um, I also love uh, Uncommon Knowledge, which is a uh, a show they do over at the Hoover Institution. They have a YouTube channel. It's terrific. It's definitely worth your time. I think they have a podcast as well. There are some really terrific interviews on there. They've had Thomas Soul a few times. I believe is one of the great thinkers of our time. And here's Thomas Soul quickly on. Uh, apparently, he's uh, he knows about the facts vaccine. Two, he's talking about all the ridiculous predictions by broken a fake economist, Paul Krugman. Well, he's a real economist with fake ideas. Uh, this guy actually won the Nobel Prize, which you said. Remember Krugman? The economy's yeah. going to crash if President Trump gets elected. Yeah, nice prediction now. That worked out real well. You may want to return that Nobel Prize. Here's Thomas Sowell about how liberals are vaccinated to facts. Check this out. The economy is booming in a way that uh, no one had predicted. I, uh, people like uh, Paul, uh, Paul Krugman were saying that when uh, Trump gets in, the economy is going to tank. No, uh, the economy t- hit new highs. All right. But, but, there, but, but, but there, there are so many people among the intelli- intelligentsia, especially, who are absolutely immune to facts. It's as, as, if, they, it's as if they took their uh, anti-fact shots uh, every, every, every year and uh, the facts will just not affect us. <laughs> Nobody ever says it better than Thomas Sowell. One of the finest thinkers of our time. Love that guy. The facts vaccine. There it is. Described up more eloquently than I could ever do. That's what I love about Sowell. Now, why is that coming up now? Because again, the liberals and and the Democrats are are still trashing the economy, despite the fact the economy is doing great under the Trump deregulatory tax cutting agenda. The liberals, according to this Wall Street Journal article, Bernie Sanders and others want to smoke you with taxes. And folks, I want you to understand that these rates that are coming your way, if we elect one of the, any of these candidates for president in 2020 on the Democrat side are going to be devastating. They have a piece up in the Wall Street Journal today, the tax increases to come. I just want to put up this chart because this chart is devastating. There are no moderates in this race. If you elect a Democrat, you might as well empty out your wallet. Here's a chart. It's long, it's, it, but it basically nails down every single tax hike coming your way. I want to focus on them because they do it by candidate. 
what the new top tax rate would be under these candidates. It's around 24% now. If Biden's elected and, and his plan goes through, it'd be about 44%. Buttigieg, about 44%. Sanders, it would be over 50%. Warren, well over 50%. Ladies and gentlemen, you're talking about a doubling of the tax load you have now if these people are elected. From the same people who predicted, by the way, Krugman and others, liberal economists, that if the Trump regulatory reform tax cutting agenda was implemented, the economy would crash. These are the same people telling you that when we reverse that and hike the taxes to a now doubling of what you pay now, that the economy is going to do so much better. The same people that told you it was going to crash if we did what Trump did. Same, same guy. Same guy. <laughs> Yeah. Now, they're in a little bit of trouble. It's a great article. Bongino.com, again, the show notes, always attached to the show. Go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. Subscribe. I'll send you this article. This is a great one by PJ Media. Democrats are in a lot of trouble in the economy, folks. A lot. Latest Fox News poll out shows that the economy is doing really good. But not only is it doing really well, people are starting to recognize PJ Media piece, 55% of people think the economy, it's by Matt Margolis, by the way, Democrats should be terrified, voters love the economy, and credit Trump for it. 55% of people gauge the economy as good. Okay, so great about that. This second figure should scare the hell out of the Democrats. 42% of people credit Donald Trump. You may say, well, that doesn't sound like that much. You know how many people credit Obama? Remember the Democrats' talking point, Joe. Obama handed Trump a great economy. So if that was true and 42% of people give credit to Donald Trump, clearly what? What would you say, Joe? 48, 50% would credit Obama? I would think, yeah, around there. If their narrative was working, right? right? Yeah. You know how many? 9%. Folks, their narrative is falling apart. Holy. Even the big time Trump haters are starting to acknowledge that what he's doing for the economy is working. Their narrative that Obama did it is falling apart. All right, last video of the day showing you how clueless and lost these people are. By the way, I need you to tune in all week this week. Oh. I love you, my audience. I humbly and respectfully request you don't miss the show because I've got a lot of loaded information. It's going to be a busy week. There's a ton going on. And there's a story about Atkinson I want to get. To. I'm going to have to get to it tomorrow. So please don't miss the show this week. YouTube.com slash Bongino. If you want to watch it, please subscribe. We appreciate that. Showing you again how clueless the Democrats are, how they are always on the wrong side of the facts. Their taxes are going to go up. Taxes were cut. They told us the economy would crash. The economy blew up. The economy exploded under a tax-cutting regulatory reform regime. The Democrats are terrified. They want to reverse all that, crash your wallet, crash the economy, and have us all sitting here poor and destitute. Folks, they don't even have a grasp of their own facts. You doubt me? Why? Because they're not facts. This is Bernie Sanders on a relatively liberal uh, network show. And he's asked about the cost of all his pie-in-the-sky free college, free health care, all of Bernie's freebies, of course, paid for by you. Now, you would think, Joe, Bernie Sanders would have some grasp if he's talking about doubling your tax rates, fair enough, right? To yeah. ask him what the actual costs of these pie in the sky plans for freebies, yeah. of course, paid for by you. Nothing's free. 
You would think he would have at least a general idea of what this would cost. No clue. <laughs> Not a clue. No. Here is him on a liberal network show being asked this exact question. What is all this stuff going to cost? Look at this guy's answer, this colossal fraud. He has no idea because he's making it up as he goes along. Check this out. Your agenda has promised free health care for everybody, free college tuition, and to pay off people's college loans. The price tag for that is estimated to be $60 trillion over 10 years, correct? Well, look, we have political opponents. You don't know. Come up. You don't know how much your plan costs. You don't know. Nobody knows. This is impossible. You're going to propose a plan to the American people. And you're not going to tell them how much it costs. Hey, once in a while, you get good journalism. That was Nora O'Donnell, yeah. CBS. You, you, what you don't know? Well, you're just making this up. So let me get this straight. You're talking about doubling people's tax loans. Middle-class folks in America who work for a living, you're talking about taking out of their paycheck every week for you and your pie-in-the-sky plans. Double what they pay now. Their take-home pay will be reduced dramatically every week or bi-weekly if you're paid bi-weekly. Dramatically, your take-home pay is going to go down. And this guy has no idea when it's going to end, how much it's going to cost, how long it's going to... None? Totally clueless a total fraudster this guy is he has never worked a serious day in his life this clown and i can't believe i'm stunned i gotta tell you stunned that he was endorsed by joe rogan i can't believe it hmm. i'm really was stunned i love rogan's podcast he's a great jujitsu guy hmm. skilled commentator and he has a listen he's a, obviously a skilled he's the number one podcast in the world i can't believe he endorsed this guy this guy's a fraud, a total fraud, complete fraud. Nothing he's saying is legit. He doesn't even know what he's saying. That's him not knowing his own plan to take your money. He's going to take your money. He has no idea what he's going to do with it. Imagine any other person knocking on your door from any business, NGO, corporate enterprise, knocking on your front door. Saying, sir, uh, you make a hundred grand a year, eighty grand a year, whatever it may be. Your tax load's thirty thousand dollars. I'm going to double that. It's now going to be sixty thousand dollars. You're like, wait, what? You want thirty more thousand dollars a year? Thirty thousand dollars more? Excuse me, for me? For what? I don't know. I'll get to it when I get to it. You would, you'd be like Clint Eastwood style. Get off my lawn. <laughs> but when it's the government and this, this numbskull who's never had a job in his whole life. Everybody's like, yeah, it's great. He's so well, smart. You know, he's in it for the little guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's in it for a little guy. He's a millionaire millionaire. He owns three homes. He in for a little, little guy. Yeah. Whatever. The little guy, the little guy who owns three homes. Dope. So I can't believe people are falling for this scam. It's a total scam and a hoax. Yeah. Private jet traveling, Bernie multimillionaire. Little guy. You break. What a fraud. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Don't miss tomorrow's show. I've got some really good info on Schiff, Atkinson, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes here. I would have gotten it today, but it's going to take a long time for me to explain to you exactly how bad this thing is getting right now. The Democrats, trust me, are getting super desperate. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
youtube.com slash Bongino. We're almost at that magic 400,000 subscribers. We really appreciate you doing that. And if you want to subscribe to our email list, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.